0: And the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) Iraq. Anyway. when I heard about the racially motivated mass murder in Buffalo, New York the other day Brutal. I said now Brutal. if that isn't a perfect example of stochastic Brutal. violence I don't know what is Brutal. I ought to do a podcast about that Then I said to myself, oh, I already have. Do you know something? How long do you think we're going to take this bullshit? people. Every time I turn around, you threaten my people. You threaten them, tell them they can't talk like they want to, they can't make a accusations they want to, they can't gesture like they want to. How long do you think we're going to take this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit? This is tyranny. This is tyranny, 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 tyranny. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, I don't It's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? They're calling it stochastic terrorism these days. But terrorism is such a problematic word after they used it to uh, make us no longer the land of the free. George W. Bush said, they hate us because of our freedom. So he decided if he took away our freedom, maybe they'd be less likely to attack us again. And apparently, he was right. a brutal dictator he's a and he's a a free iraq will be a defeat we can frighten and demoralize civilized nations and we can do so in an environmentally friendly way and unfortunately i was right about the stochastic terrorism (laughs) oh there i did it myself violence violence stochastic violence Don't say terrorism. Terrorism is such a loaded word. It carries a lot of baggage. After all, the invasions of privacy and the theatrical maneuvers done by the government to give us the illusion of protection from terrorism. But obviously, it's not doing much. I'm not worried about somebody with a shoe bomb on an airplane Anyway, near as much as I'm worried about some crazy guy brainwashed by fascistic culture into thinking that he can just go around and shoot any minority group, that makes him feel threatened. It's violent idiots like that guy up in Buffalo that terrorized me. media environment that we currently exist in makes it highly probable that someone is going to make an act of political violence. But We can't say with certainty that it will occur and even with even less certainty know where it will occur or when. It's a type of violence that gets instigated by one party and then carried out by another one an unspecified other one so it's very hard for us to defend ourselves from from such such activities activities as as well Well. but i don't think the idea of arming everyone is the right solution recently i read about a two-year-old who found a gun and shot his father killed him And it did seem to support the old NRA adage that the only thing that can stop a bad toddler with a gun is a good toddler with a gun. Unfortunately, they didn't have one. Combining deadly weapons and extreme immaturity are almost a guarantee of some form of violence. You can't say that it will occur with certainty, but the probability is very, very high that someone is going to die, or at least be seriously injured. And it's perfectly understandable to be a little bit fearful of highly emotional, enraged people walking around with loaded weapons. There's a NRA sticker that says an armed society is a polite society. But from what I can see, for some people, it seems to exaggerate their already anti-social behaviors, giving them a additional confidence, knowing that they have a loaded weapon on their person. It strikes me that a lot of these pro-gun people and these people that think violence is a good way to address the differences we have in this society. It's like there's a huge segment of our society that watch way too many of those vigilante movies. Too many Charles Bronson movies and Clint Eastwood dirty hairy stuff and think you're gonna just go along and shoot all the bad guys and then the good guys win. And they all want to be running around with their weapons waiting to take orders from a reality TV guy. This whole thing is so full of fantasy. And for a lot of them it seems to be about creating a media image that may not be the image that you want to project when you are involved in an illegal insurrection. But it does make it so that these folks should be pretty easy to catch and charge and prosecute. I mean, these people aren't hiding. Hell, they're taking videos and sharing them, sending text messages, and maybe even emails. Apparently, the former president was having the entire transition filmed by a filmmaker. She wanted to capture the historic event. We could see what's happened. There was all kinds of violent talk, conspiratorial claims of a stolen election, and increasingly violent rhetoric from the Trump wing of the Republican Party, which appears to be pretty much the only wing of the Republican Party might still be a couple feathers that don't belong. But we knew... I knew... Just with the language that was out there... I knew... The mood of the country... I knew... And history... I knew... Especially recent history. You knew what was gonna happen. Violent talk begets violent actions. I knew... You don't have to be a psychic to predict the outcome. Just put a certain amount of ingredients together and the outcome is not guaranteed, but predictable. Predictable. And again, it lacks specifics, but the outcome is predictable. Much in the same way as one mass shooting is going to lead to copycat shooting. Reminded me of a program I saw a long time ago on chaos theory and randomness. But it was particularly on chaos theory. People said, well, how can you have a theory about chaos? It's just completely random stuff happening. But they said that if you have enough data and you pull back far enough, get enough perspective, you can start to see patterns emerge, not specific patterns. But general patterns, you could tell that a particle is going to be in a particular spot, or area, I should say, during a certain amount of time. If you wait long enough, it will appear there. I understand that quantum computing works on a similar theory. Principle. You can't say specifically when one thing will move to another space, but you know that if you do it a billion times, it'll show up there repeatedly. And in this case, we have dangerous speech, weapons, news media, and social media that seem to amplify the worst tendencies of the American populace. And it seems like the advertisers, the ones that are always trying to influence our thoughts and decisions and behavioral patterns, have realized that there is no better way to keep somebody's attention than through rage engagement. And so a majority of our interface with information systems, platforms, networks, lead us to material that'll make us feel emotionally upset and hopeless and angry. So I'm coming to the conclusion that they like angry the best because angry is the emotional state you're in when you make your worst decisions. Things are very impulsive, but it might inspire you to buy a oversized pickup truck or a gun. You know, a, a nice semi-automatic weapon. Or maybe even a big lie about a stolen election. Got all these guns out there and all different kinds of people spreading all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories. One of the very popular ones these days is the replacement theory, which interestingly enough has been around quite some time. I first became aware of it when I was probably an early teen. I was introduced to the idea by my father. I don't recall him expressing any concerns about immigrants taking over the country. My father's concerns seemed to focus primarily around miscegenation. He had this fear that if white people reproduced with brown people, there'd be no more white race. And I said to him, I said, well, wouldn't that be a good thing? then we wouldn't have to be racist, because everybody would be the same thing. Everybody would be everything, eventually. There's really only one race, and it's the human one. And then, decades later, when I went to tell my father-in-law about what my father had told me when I was a kid, he's nodding his head along like, yeah, that's true, that's true. And he told me all about how the Democrats want to bring the Mexicans into the United States so that they'll vote for the Democratic Party so that they can all go on welfare. Was well, that these people trying to target different minority groups? You know, black people, brown people, trans people. Falsely portraying them as dangerous. Essentially putting targets on their backs and then stirring up the mentally unwell, encouraging them to feel aggrieved and hungry for revenge. There was a Walmart shooting over in Texas, right? That was to kill Mexicans. Up in New York, it was to kill the African-Americans. kid that shot up the folks up in Buffalo got arrested but there's black people that get shot for having a tail light out I don't understand this same thing with that Kyle Rittenhouse almost makes you think there might be some sort of conspiracy or something or a systemic problem that preserves white lives and views the lives of darker-skinned folks is more expendable, at least in the eyes of a lot of people who have guns, and that's more and more people every day in the United States of America. More and more people every day in the U.S. of A have guns to blow away their neighbors. Speaking of replacement theory, I recently came across a clip of the most popular commentator on cable news discussing the topic fairly recently. You're being replaced and there's nothing you can do about it, so shut up! A place, all you can do this is a hoax. Just say it, that's <laughs> true. she <laughs> Just, Just say it, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> <Another word>. <laughs> <laughs> a hoax. Happening, happening. <laughs> White supremacy is a hoax. White supremacy is a hoax. Say it. Say it. Say it. it. But you're being replaced. There's nothing you can do about it. So shut up. So shut up. So shut up. up. (laughs) 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 Become hysterical. Say it. Just say it. Just say it. That's (laughs) true, actually. Become hysterical. Just say it. That's 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 untrue. Say it, just say it that's true. Just say it, just say it that's true. 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 I recently heard an interview with a former executive in the firearms industry named Ryan Bussey, and he's got a new book out called Gunfight. And he explains how the NRA knows exactly what they're doing as far as heightening people's paranoia as a way of selling more of their product guns, which happen to be efficient killing machines, particularly their AR 15s, which, according to Mr. Bussey, there are 500 different manufacturers of AR-15s in this country today. And When you're confronted with information like that, at least for me, it passes through my mind that maybe I need one so that I can defend myself and my family from others who possess them. I've been around guns before, I know how to use them. Never felt the need to keep one on my person or in my home. And I thought, what a what a rigged system we're confronted with here. The more guns there are, the more people are going to be afraid of people with guns, and thus that's going to sell more guns. And you have like the perfect, capitalistic system. It's brilliant, and in a, in a horrifyingly diabolical way. And one of the manufacturers, Bushmaster, one of the manufacturers of AR-15s, actually, literally, issues you a man card. Their marketing was. Consider your man card reissued. Consider your man card reissued. Consider your man card reissued. You consider your man card reissued. You have to send you in a proof of purchase, and two dollars. Get your man card. Berserk, frightening. So frightening that I feel like I need to get a gun now. Protect myself from the crazies.